Hello, welcome to Conversations with Student Affairs. I'm your host, Jen Tuff. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing how to speak with your instructor or connect with your instructor on challenges that you might be experiencing. This could be in the course or extenuating circumstance. Um, and today we have several guests on our show. Many of them you have heard on our previous episodes and some may be um, new voices that you're also hearing. Um, so our first guest, I'm gonna toss it over to my colleague here who I work with frequently in academic advising. Uh, Andrea, could you uh, introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Happy to be here, everyone. Uh, my name is Andrea Buffone, and I am one of the assistant directors of the Academic Advising and Student Disability Services uh, team here at the World Campus. Um, I work with students in undergraduate programs for uh, all of their academic advising needs. So um, I myself was a Penn State graduate way, way back in the day. <laughs> so uh, happy to kind of return the favor and uh, help other students find their way to get their degrees. And I will turn it over to Danita. Thanks, Andrea. Hi, everyone. My name is Danita Wright Watson, and I'm the Associate Director of Equity, Inclusion, and Advocacy for World Campus Student Affairs. Um, and I also oversee the Office of Care and Concern. Um, I too am a Penn State alumni, a double alumni, so I'm really glad to be here supporting, yes. <laughs> so I'm very glad to be here supporting um, other Penn Staters. So um, again, just glad to be here with you today. Thank you. Uh, my name's Joe Buffone. I'm a program manager in World Campus Program Planning and Management. Um, also a double Penn State alum and a World Campus alum as well. Um, and part of my role is to uh, help with the more academic concerns that are presented to our team. Hello, everyone. Uh, Michelle Henry, World Campus Case Management as well. Uh, I am also a Penn State alumni uh, many years ago, um, but am learning right along with you as I am a very brand new hire to World Campus. Uh, but a pleasure to be here with you all uh, and looking forward to learning with you. Where we're talking about, um, you know, helping students when they're faced with those challenges, how do they have those conversations um, with their uh, instructor? Joe, since you um, work quite frequently with academic concerns, I want to start with our first question here in our conversation. Um, so it's really about preparing the student for going into that conversation. Um, so if a student needs to discuss challenges, so these could be in that personal world uh, or it could be course related, how should they prepare for that academic communication that they need to send? That's a great question. I, I think first and, and foremost, um, the one piece of advice I have is to do it as soon as reasonably possible. You know, the, the earlier you can, the better. Of course, you know, you need to take care of yourself and, you know, gather your thoughts and whatnot. But, you know, professors, you know, really like to get as much notice as possible. The other thing is, you know, think about what you want to say. Maybe create a mental outline, at least in the email. And you don't have to write an encyclopedia either. Um, just a few sentences about whatever it is that you're experiencing, and then directly ask for something for what you're seeking. Um, don't sort of, you know, dance around the issue. Just 
say what you're asking for. And if that is even a conversation or a further meeting with the professor, do that too. Thanks, Joe. And Danita, that leads me into the diverse lived experiences that all of our students have. Um, and I also know that students can be triggered by events that are connected to their identity, um, could be connected to their community. And so oftentimes it's that personal piece and there's that being a student piece, you know, there's being a human being, and then there's a student who has responsibilities and then there's having responsibilities for your family and keeping yourself safe. Um, so when this happens and a student experiences these personal challenges, um, how should they navigate those boundaries and that advocacy piece as well as personal confidentiality, because students don't always want to say exactly what's going on. Um, so how can they navigate going into that conversation with what Joe was just, just what Joe was just describing? I would um, start off actually with the same thing that Joe said. Um, the sooner they can reach out for support, the better. The sooner, you know, rather than let things wait and fester and and sometimes kind of get out of hand. Um, I, I think we're, we're all dealing with a lot right now. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's just so much happening in the world around us that's affecting us mentally, emotionally, physically, and you know, that can't help but kind of bleed over into, um, in, into a student's academic performance. You know, um, so I, I want students to, to recognize that we have our Office of Care and Concern that's here to help coach students through whatever difficulty they're facing. Um, and, and, and I'd rather a student reach out for help than, than try to, to handle certain things on their own and, and, and not know how to go about it and possibly make things even, um, you know, e even worse. And it's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to get assistance in navigating difficult conversations. Um, we see students that kind of hold things in and 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 um, see things happening around them, and it's affecting them. Um, some students are, are offended by certain things that are being said or happening around them, and they don't feel that they have the voice to speak out. You know, that's where we come in. You know, we want to empower students to use their voice. We want to empower them to. To, to speak up and advocate for themselves. Um, and, and for students who aren't quite there, who aren't quite there yet to be able to self-advocate, that's what we're here for. You know, I wanna advocate for students who haven't yet found their voice and coach them through so that they can kind of pick up the baton and take it from there. But it's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to reach out um, for support. We acknowledge that there's a lot happening in the world right now. We acknowledge that there are stressful situations that our students find themselves in, and we just want to kind of give them uh, some support. So that's my, my greatest message for, for the students. You know, we're here for support. So just utilize, utilize our services. Thanks, Danita. And I know you're, you're an office of one who is working quite frequently with students on that care and concern aspect. And, you know, I know students are very grateful for that support that you've been able to provide um, shifting a little bit to really that mental health component that can accompany um, the stress that one is feeling with um, these traumatic events or even navigating a conversation uh, 
Katie and Michelle, um, what advice would you give for students when they're navigating those extenuating circumstances and then approaching asking for help? Sure, yeah, I mean, it really sort of depends on the circumstances and situation, but I think typically anytime that somebody's experiencing some type of extenuating circumstances and change, whether it was expected or unexpected, um, that brings with it certain stressors, you know, and certain pressure in, in various areas. And um, so I think what Danita said and Joe said about reaching out early and proactively when something's happening, I think actually fits in this in this realm too, just to reiterate that point, because sometimes when we, uh, when something's going on, you know, there are certain circumstances where there maybe is like an emergency and you just have to like deal with what you're dealing with in the moment, you know, um, and you need to take care of what you need to take care of. And after the fact is when you need to reach out. But the majority of the time, there are times when you actually have the chance where something is starting. Um, and I think that can give you um, a little bit of a sense of control and being proactive can really be helpful as like a, a way to actually do self-care, really. Um, it's, it's taking care of yourself. It's putting some things in place and some supports in place um, to help you. So it's not just in the academic realm or your classes, or maybe you're needing to reach out for additional support, which is where we all come in. But also as stressors start to arise, you know, thinking about what are other areas in your life where you may need extra support through your family, through your friends. Um, you may need to think about other ways to engage in self-care for a little bit as the stressor takes the priority or whatever that circumstance is, how can you still have a baseline for yourself of functioning where you can put things in place to help you sort of be resilient and get through that time, you know, that difficult time. Um, Michelle, do you have anything to add? Do you have any thoughts you'd like to share? That was uh, definitely uh, where I would have gone as well, you know, reinforcing the be as proactive and and try to handle that stress that's occurring uh, as soon as possible, for sure. Um, and then the navigation piece, you know, it's often uh, heard and, and said it's so difficult sometimes looking at uh, what's out there and what kind of support is available. And that's where uh, many of us in case management role come into play. I mean, in essence, that is kind of our expertise, helping, hopefully helping uh, individuals, you know, connect with resources, services, supports uh, that will help ease that extenuating circumstance that is occurring at the time uh, and very much encourage everybody to reach out. Uh, we're here to help. Uh, we're here to support. Um, and looking at the whole self uh, is really the last piece, you know, I'd like to mention because it's you know, when you look at your whole self, you have the dimensions of you and uh, as you go through life, uh, things get off balance uh, as it does with everybody. Uh, and it's a matter of, again, kind of, of being proactive and looking at what is off balance uh, and getting support to help uh, regain balance uh, in your life.
it is possible and people are here to help uh, such as the lovely folks that are with us today uh, and I'm happy to be part of the team and uh, hopefully we'll help uh, create some additional resources as well. Thank, Thank you. I, I know one of the areas that comes up from students is they don't want to overshare and sometimes they don't share enough um, when they are crafting that message or identifying that extenuating circumstances coming in because you know they don't they don't want to air out their their laundry um you know as, as they might refer to it and and feel as though like everybody has um challenges and concerns and issues that they're working through um and this team of people here that we have on today's call um for our podcast um we're a great starting point um you know so if it's in that academic realm or if it's in that case management realm or that care and concern realm um and we haven't connected with andrea yet on a question uh or terry but we can help you identify that priority piece so that you feel as though you can maintain some of that confidentiality and not feel like you need to share all of your personal details when communicating to your instructor um so um the people here are a great starting point for identifying that piece um, with what Joe was sharing um, at the beginning and what uh, Danita and Katie and Michelle have been um, supporting. So I just want to say to the to our students and our listeners, you don't have to share everything, but let's help you identify what that priority piece is and what does crafting a response um, look like that can be helpful if you if you feel like you are in that position of being concerned about what to share. Does anybody want to add anything about that confidentiality piece and identifying what to share? I would maybe add just one piece related to um, if you know if you feel like you really don't want to share specific details, um, it might sound counterintuitive, but the it's it is it is good to to talk about um, at least minimally what's what's going on, even if just to say I'm having a family emergency, rather than sharing exactly what it is. Um, with, with the folks, you know, in the, in the room here, um, academic advisors <laughs> in particular, I'll speak on behalf of, of them, um, only because if there's something that we can do to, to help, if there's some sort of academic action that we can take, such as like a late drop or a withdrawal or some, you know, something, if there's something that we can do, it's much better to do it within the deadlines of that particular action um, because coming back to the not wanting to share a lot, if you if you don't if you don't say anything um, if we miss the deadline if you need to come back later then um, really the only way for us to take an action retroactively is through a petition where you do have to share the details of what was going on and you have to have documentation that shows that what you're saying actually was happening so it gets to be a lot more personal at that at that point in the process where you really do have to share um, because you have to, you know, prove that there was there was an extenuating circumstance, and um, so it's always better just to just to get things, just to you know, talk about it early on. Um, that way, you, you don't have to share the exact details. We can just help you get to the the correct um, or appropriate action that that might be helpful at the time, rather than having to having to share it later on when you really don't want to. Um, just to bounce off of what Andrew said, I would say um, the amount of what's shared probably depends on what we're trying to accomplish depends on you know what the situation is 
for example, um, students might um, share a lot with me in, in our talks together. And then I might be advocating on their behalf um, to their professor for say, flexibility, a little extra time because they're dealing with a lot on their plate. You know, I don't have to necessarily relate to the professor every single thing that the, um, that the student has shared with me, but I can give a general idea that the student had some type of extenuating circumstance, some type of medical emergency um, without going into detail as to exactly what it is. And I always tell students the same thing, you know, when they're advocating to their professors on their behalf, you know, share as much as you're comfortable with. Um, you don't have to go into, you know, the, the to the, you know, the granular, you know, all the, the, the specific details, but you can just give an, an, an overview um, because it helps for the, the professors to have an idea of what you're struggling with so that they can work with you and offer you some type of flexibility, some type of leniency. I'm Terry Watson. I am the Assistant Director for Disability Services. I am a black male with a Penn State blue background and the Penn State World Campus logo in the left hand corner. Um, so perfect timing talking about confidentiality and disability services. Of course, everything that's disclosed to myself or anyone in, of anyone on our team is confidential. We, we specifically tell students we do not share any of that information, including the documentation with faculty or, or, or staff. Um, the only thing that we share is what's the reasonable accommodation and how it's to be applied. Um, the, the one thing I would echo though too is proactivity is is key, right? So we 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 talk about when is the best time to come forward if there is a, a circumstance that you're dealing with or if you have a disability or whatever it may be. I think proactivity is key, making sure that you communicate uh, either to disability services or care and concerns, academic advising. Um, and, and again, what you disclose uh, would give us uh, some insight to what resources may be available to you. Um, I know with disability services, uh, again, the accommodations themselves are not retroactive, but based on a certain certain situation, we may be able to communicate to faculty uh, to provide a, a an exception or something like that, right? So I think uh, proactivity is key, keeping in mind that the information shared to our office is confidential um, and that we advocate on your behalf based on the current functional limitations. Um, but, you know, I, I would love to push that back to you, Andrea, if, if you don't mind, because I, I think that you, uh, we work very closely together um, and, and, and thinking about this is, you know, the challenges that our students face, I mean, for us, telling us as soon as possible is what I would say, but I would, I would love to hear from you about that. Same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Uh, yeah, so I agree 100% with everything that Terry said. Uh, the earlier, the better, even if you think maybe um, you're not sure if it might impact your, your education. Even just reaching out, we're never gonna say, yeah, we don't wanna talk to you about that. You know, we'll talk to you about it. Um, so even if you are not sure, you know, talk to us. Um, we've probably heard it all. So don't feel like, uh, you know, at the same, it's, so let me back up a little bit. Don't feel like, I don't, we don't want students to feel like uh, that they're just another person dealing with something and they should reach out because everybody has their own stuff. At the same time, don't feel embarrassed about 
or you know ashamed or any 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 negative thought towards what you're going through uh, because you probably have heard it all um, and we're happy to help that's what we're here for um, so even if you're not sure if it'll impact your academics we can still have that conversation and give you maybe some options of what we could do in the future if it ends up impacting we can give you dates we can give you deadlines we can give you processes just things to think about you know um so yeah absolutely the earlier you can get in contact with your advisor the probably the more options that, that we can offer too it's not just a um you know the earlier that we know what you're going through um it's likely that there will be more options on the table to choose from so uh we're happy to always happy to talk it through um, again even if you're not sure so never hesitate to reach out and even if um, if your academic advisor isn't specifically the person who can help you with uh, with something we can probably direct you to the appropriate person that can so uh, that's probably true really of any of any of us in the room here if we're not the correct person to be talking to we can kind of point you in the right direction but um, that's kind of our job, really, to know to know where to where to go if we're not the ones that have the answer. So, um, please reach out. That's that's what we're here for. We would much rather have a conversation when it's when it's still uh, early enough to do something rather than, you know, after the fact when maybe some options have been potentially taken away. So, thank you so much, everybody. Those were very robust answers um, for some action steps that students can take. Um, Joe, you had started us off with talking about that academic piece. Um, I want to bring it back to you about what does it look like for managing the expectations? Because we're also talking about success and students needing um, to have those tools. And I think being able to manage what an instructor's response might be when they've made a disclosure or made an ask, um, could you share with us um, some tips for managing that response and what responses might look like from an instructor? Yeah, that's a great question, Jen. Um, instructors are always, you know, willing to help students, you know, in their journey in their class. Uh, again, as everyone else has said, reaching out early is key because you know, sometimes after the fact, there might not be a possible solution, um, especially in classes where there's group work and you know heavy group interactions. Uh, it, it it gets really difficult um, to you know clean something up after the fact, rather than you know say something in advance in the beginning. But your goal is to you know enter a dialogue with the professor and have a conversation, whether that's via email or you know, Zoom or whatever, you know, there is a back and forth sometimes and you, you've just got to, again, advocate for yourself. Is it, Paul, is it possible that um, decisions from instructors in regards to uh, flexibility or accommodations uh, may be a bit limited to department policies? Um, so, um, Terry, I know you mentioned that um, accommodations can't be retroactive, but what about from, from an instructor perspective? Well, the, the most important piece on our end is that there is a uh, engagement between um, the instructor, the student, and the support person that they're working with, right? So, um, 
you know, we call it the, the, the uh, interactive process, right? So, you know, every, not every instructor, but most instructors will always say, you know, as long as you communicate to me what's going on um, and how we can help, they're typically okay with that, right? I think the success piece comes in when students do communicate, right? So um, I always tell my students, for example, for example, who, who may have uh, flexibility accommodations, the key to this accommodation is how you communicate and when you communicate to your instructor. Um, if you send an email, say, I need an extension, that doesn't say anything, right? It doesn't tell us much. Um, I always give them a template, like, you know, I'm working on assignment, you know, enter assignment here. Um, I am this much into the assignment, you know, I'm three fourths done. I need two or three more days to complete this. Can I please have those two or three days? That's how you communicate to instructor what your needs are. Not to say I need an extension because that doesn't say anything. Um, again, with our office, instructors are not, uh, or, or faculty should not be asking uh, about the disability or the, the functional limitations. If they have questions about the accommodations, they're directed to come back to our office. Um, and that's part of that support for the students so they don't have to say to the instructor, I'm dealing with this health condition um, because again, that's confidential. Um, but the, the purpose is, is that they're communicating their needs, they're being clear what they're asking for um, and that they actually are communicating. The instructor should not have to guess or track down a student to say, hey, where is this assignment? Because that's not what they're doing for every other student in that course. Um, so for me, again, I, I know that I, I do want students to be successful, but, but my main goal is that there's equity within the class, within the program itself. Um, meaning that if the student uh, does well, um, as, as long as the student has the accommodations that has been identified by our office, that's the, that's the most important piece. If they do well, it depends on the action steps they take within that semester. Thanks, Terry. Um, Joe, Joe, for students who um, do not have a um, functional limitation and are um, receiving accommodations from um, Student Disability Services, what academic policies might an instructor um, hold to on some of these requests for flexibility, for example? You ask good questions, Jen. Um, <laughs> so the, the first thing that folks want to keep in mind is that um, grading is under the purview of instructors. Um, it, it is something that, you know, the, the university has in its policy. Um, and, you know, and from there, there may be departmental guidelines on how to handle things for instructors. So as you can see, to sort of bring it all back together, um, reaching out early is, is key because similar to what Terry said, if, if you go through a, a whole semester and don't communicate, you know, then you've got a problem at the end of the semester as you're trying to you know, get your grades and move on to your next courses. So it's again, really important to reach out in advance and communicate and have that interactive dialogue with the instructor because grading is under their purview. Thanks, Joe. I think that's a great way to now send us into our final thought. Um, I'd like to give each of you a final thought and uh, Katie, would you like to start us off? 
Sure, I think um, everyone's been giving good insight. Um, as I've been listening, sort of in, in my mind to summarize a little bit, and other people can jump in um, their thoughts about this, but it's it's almost like sort of a, a process like Terry was saying of like um, recognizing sort of what's going on and what kind of support you might need because of the circumstance and from there determining how much information you wanna share about it, being proactive and reaching out. So like sharing a, sharing enough information to, to get the need met that you need sharing the impact that that situation is having on you. And then as a result of the impact, here's the here's the support or flexibility that you need. Like here's the ask that you're making. So almost like, what is the thing and how much information do I need to share because of the level of what's going on and the need that I have, the impact it's having on me as a result. And then from that, what I need because of that impact that it's having on me and being you know specific about the ask um so that's that's some of what i'm getting to to summarize but curious other people's thoughts and final thoughts and how they would you know conceptualize that i thought it was an excellent summary i'll jump in i think i think that um that joe got the ball rolling at the top of the the podcast with the whole idea of the sooner you reach out the more proactive you are the better um, I think that was a, a great way to start us off and it kind of helped, helped true throughout the, the podcast. And also like Andrea said, you know, when students reach out sooner, the earlier you reach out for help, the more options might be available so that we can assist you. The more favorable options that might be available, the earlier you reach out. Um, and, and I would also say, um, kind of like connecting with what with, with Katie said, another overarching theme for all of us that that we really want to drill home is it's about communication because none of us can do what we do to assist you without some type of communication you know and and like i said earlier for students who haven't found their voice for students who aren't comfortable speaking up and asking for help that's one of the purposes of of my office you know, let me coach you through those conversations. Let me help you to be comfortable to reach out to Terry's department to advocate for your accommodations. You know, I can help you reach out to Katie and Michelle to get the mental health services that you need. I can help you initiate that conversation. I can help you initiate those conversations with Andrea and Joe to get the, the um, your, your academic concerns taken care of. So it all starts with communication. Um, so again, if, if you're not there yet, then I can meet you where you are and help you become comfortable advocating for yourself. And similarly to what Danita just said, we, we here and those of us on this podcast are a team. We don't work in silos. Um, we talk to each other frequently uh, and enjoy talking to each other frequently. And I think that's the point. Um, we're all here to help and we all know where to go to get help. So we are always available. And again, just please reach out to us and let us know um, what's going on and we'll be glad to help. I, I'm going to add a, a nuance here um, just because I, I think what we all work in a student support capacity. Um, 
after you have your conversation with any one of us, I, I think the, the one thing you want to make sure you, you take away from it is uh, what am I responsible for as a student and what is this office going to do on their end, right? I think after any conversation, that should be some type of uh, template to say, okay, I'm going to do this as a student, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And at the same time, this person in this office is going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I, I think that's the, again, part of the communication piece, right? So I know after I meet with a student, I usually say, okay, here's the, here's the to-dos. You're going to do this, you're going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I typically put that in an email. I think the reason why I do that is because usually if you're coming to us, you may uh, may already be in a, in, a, in a mindset where things are difficult to put things together in order or what have you not. The, the most helpful thing that we I could think of is knowing what the responsibilities are and making sure that's very clear. So no matter who you talk to uh, on this call, I think when you're done talking with that person, having a clear understanding of what you have to do as a student uh, and, uh, and what the office you're working with is going to do um, to help. So that was that would be my, my sort of final thoughts for that. I can add some, just a few too, just to kind of turn it, um... Just turn it around a little bit so i know the the purpose of this podcast is to talk about academic concerns but um just from the advising perspective uh you don't have to just reach out whenever you're having a rough time uh, we're happy to talk about positives too we're happy to talk about you know we want to hear about your successes we want to hear when things are going well um that's always nice so happy to talk about those things too and it's you know you don't have to you know reserve conversations for advising um, you know, whenever whenever you're in a tough spot. So, um, you know, we're, we're here for other things as well. So if you ever wonder what, uh, you know, what class to schedule, um, you know, what degrees you might want to do, you know, reach out to advising. It's not all, it's not all, uh, we want to hear about the positive stuff too. <laughs> yes, we do, Andrea. I should never go last in this conversation because it's following all the experts. Uh, being new, but so very well said, and uh, I have nothing uh, better to say or add uh, other than yes, we are here. You know, please take advantage of the help. Uh, we'll make it as comfortable as possible and create some of those warm handoffs amongst each other. I think the big thing is just being open to receiving the support. Great. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.